Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala. Karen Simchas Chassan Vikala was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, Please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey everybody, welcome back to another awesome episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. This week's episode, we're sitting down with not only one, but two people. We're sitting down with the infamous duo Rogers Park. They are the only Hasidic folk rock parody duo band in the United States, I think even in the world. And we're going to sit down with them today to talk about their music, what folk music is, how they came to be, and how they're bringing Yiddish back. So without further ado, welcome to the show, guys. Morty and Yosef, how are you? Hey, we're doing great. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Praise the Lord. Thank God. Baruch Hashem. Yeah, Good. great yeah. to be on the line. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. So, so Rogers Park, huh? That, you know, that, that's a city in Chicago. So I'm assuming you guys are ba- you're from Chicago. You're based out of Chicago, Illinois. What's, what's the story behind the name? So uh, it's actually an interesting story. Um, so this is uh, Morty speaking. Okay. Yosef on the line. And um, we actually started, we were both originally from Chicago, the uh, West Rogers Park area. Rogers Park is a greater community right by the water. Right. And uh, we grew up together and, uh, you know, we would, we had a group of about, you know, uh, four or five of us yeshiva guys that would come home from Benes Manam, come home after yeshiva during the holidays or the Chagim during the breaks. And we would get together just to hang out and, and it involved music many, most of the time. Um, based in Rogers Park, and uh, along the line, we kind of continued playing music together. It was, you know, we all dispersed for yeshiva, but we would come back, we would come back home together for break, and we would play music together. That was like something we all looked forward to, we would do together. Uh, and then over the years, you know, it just progressed as Yosef and I continued taking the project. Uh, but it's named after our hometown because that's where it originated, and that feel is, you know, uh, growing up, in that area by the water in the Jewish community and being able to just play music with friends. That's really the feel uh, personally behind Rogers Park. And, and the other thing is that um, we were looking, when we started getting into music, we were playing for mostly secular crowds. We wanted to choose a name that was, uh, you know, friendly enough and appealing enough, not, you know, not necessarily something that was in Hebrew or Yiddish or had a direct uh, Jewish implication. Uh, and this was a platform for us to be able to, get into the secular crowds initially uh, and, you know, sound like some cool hipster band or something like that and be able to share well, with them our message. Well, you got the Judaism. cool hats and the beards, you know, so people might think you're hipsters. Yeah. So actually originally that's, you know, when, well, you know, when, six years ago, Morty, it, was, Morty, it was very different. Morty's <laughs> telling you the long answer. 
the real short answer is that if you do the gematria with the ice Lila, uh, the Martin Park is the mantra of Mashiach now. Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, that's pretty cool. So, so getting back to that whole like thing where you, where you called yourself Rogers Park to make yourself more, more general, not, not really necessary to stand out as like a Jewish band. Is that how you guys got into the genre that you're in? Because I got, like I meant, like I mentioned these, you guys are the only like folk band in the Jewish world. Like as far well, as you know. Well- this is actually like our, our full introduction, as we say, we are America's only acidic folk rock parody comedy duo. Right. And, you know, the kind of the fun Indie, of that indie. Are, don't forget. Indie, right, right. You indie mentioned folk indie. rock comedy parody duo. Yeah. Well, why did we do such a niche? You know, the reason is because we wanted to be at the top of our chart. You know, in our genre, <laughs> we are. Nobody has good at that. And Yosef, to, uh, to, uh, according to my calculations, I believe we are still at the top of the Hasidic folk rock parody indie duo band genre. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well, well, it seems like you guys got some competition there. Isn't Zusha also in, in, your, in, your, in your same realm of things? Or they're more like hippies? <laughs> ah, very good question. Yeah, so actually they came out a little after us, but we actually I know them pretty well. Um, they, I think they're, they're more rock than folk. But they are Hasidic, and um, you know, if we ever do butt heads, we're gonna go from America's only Hasidic folk rock band to America's favorite Hasidic folk rock band. Well, there you go. So, there you go. Um, that's pretty. That that that's pretty cool. So again, like back, like so why so folk? Like what got you guys into folk music? Because again, it's an acquired taste. I personally like folk music, and I th- that's why when I discovered your music, when I just disco- I think I was like flipping through YouTube videos, and like all of a sudden, like your you guys came up, and I was like, these guys are pretty awesome. And I started listening to it. My favorite song that you guys have is the Holy One. I ca- I couldn't get yeah. that song out yeah. of my head like for days, and I just kept sitting there, and I'd sit down on my computer, get ready to work, and I'd put your whole play- YouTube playlist on. I was like, "These are pretty cool. I would love to talk with them." Now I'm sitting here talking with you guys. But how did you guys like get into folk music? Yeah, so uh, the word folk really just means people, right? Um, from what I understand, and and the idea was we used to be in groups. We used to, you know, we use our music not just as a form of, of expression of, you know, our art, but it's also an opportunity and a platform for us to connect to people. And that's really what we see our music as, you know, the, the, um, the fuel behind it is the idea that we're able to share with other people and connect to people. So, like I said, we could be playing for secular audiences and 100% from audience as well, but the idea is there should be no differentiation. We're here to connect to the audience and share with them our message and share with them our thoughts and ideas. And folk music, number one, is about being able to share ideas, connect, uh, share a story. It's not just, you know, pop music where you go up and just get the crowd rolling, you know, for 20 minutes and get off. It's, it's an experience that right. for you to connect to the audience and share with them. Uh, it's also, you know, folk musicians and that idea is connecting to people. If you kind of break down that barrier between performer and audience, uh, there's not, you know, the, that idea of being this rock star is uh, almost like you know a fantasy where this rock star is on a pedestal. Folk music is music for the people. It's sitting around a campfire, but there are stage and lights, and there's a few thousand people. You know, the right. idea of folk music is is that you were able to connect to the audience on a much, I think, a truer level. Um, it's also more open. You know, it's not necessarily so 
planned out and rehearsed in that sense, even the music. Now, you know, we decide we want to sing along with the audience for this song, have them get more involved, um, right. you know, that kind of thing. So there, there's a lot of elements to it, a few more that I'm not even touching on. Uh, but the main thing, again, is to be able to connect our audience, sing along with them, and, and you know, break down that barrier. We want to be us. We want to be Morty and Yosef of Rogers Park, you know, being able to connect to everyone that we perform for. That's pretty cool. I mean, connecting with people is, is really a major, is a major thing in life. If you can't connect with your audience, it goes for anything. It goes for anything in like what, what you do. If you can't connect with the people you're trying to, to deal with, then, it's, then, you're not, then you're just wasting your time. And I think that's pretty, I, I really, I think that's pretty cool that you guys got into this and you're, try, you're out there for the people. You're out there sitting there making music for the people. Um, so it seems like you guys just came out with a new album. I see you guys posting all up on Instagram, all over, all over the internet, talking about your new album. And I had a chance to preview some of those songs and I thought they were very awesome. And in true taste to Rogers Park, they were very cool. Um, a lot, I like the Yiddish ones. Uh, now, when you came, how long did you guys take to make this new album? How long have you guys been working on this album for? Great question. Yosef, when did we decide we we're making this album? Uh, we, we decided last month July. We already came to New York for a concert and we we're playing on the Gunners together. And I was like, wow, they sound really good. We should uh, record them and give other people a chance. So that's what, that's what we did. So, nice. yeah, we started, well, we, yeah, we came to the idea, I think, last July. We, you know, and then it took us, uh, it took us a good three, four months just because we were both traveling a lot to, to really start the recordings. Mm -hmm. uh, and then another, you know, just about three, four months of post-production. Uh, right. Well, production and then post-production of, you know, just design and layout and all that stuff and credits. And we also had a big campaign connected to our um, CD, which took up, a good amount of time as well and you know move the project along another month or two of that the campaign was you know the, the pre-orders you can pre-order your cd now and all the funds went directly to promoting the album and, and having it finished and having it made so i would say it took between eight to ten months um, that's not you know, bad. with everything else going on yeah it's not it's not bad at all that, that's, um, that's really longer. good yeah i think from start to finish it was probably about 10 months but um you know from start to like when it's in the stores, it was even longer, uh, but less than a year from the conception to being on the shelves. Not bad. So, so, so what, what, what was your favorite song? What was your favorite song, Morty, on this album? And Yosef, what was your favorite song in this album? I'm sure you guys both had different, you, I'm sure you guys both had fun creating the album, writing the music, producing it, but I'm sure you both had your favorite song. What, what would you say oh, yours is, Morty? It's tough. It's tough. I mean, the title track, the one that I can't get out of my head is Gaula. Mm. Uh, that's the most pop, and that's, that's our videos being released next week to that song. Nice. Uh, a new, new music video with, uh, we produced with Sparks Next. Um, oh, wow. But I really enjoy, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun project. We could talk about that as well. But I really enjoyed, I think personally, it's different because I guess in the production element, I think the thing I had the most fun with was probably um, either Azdareva, which is track 10, or uh, Nigun Hasadis, which I believe is track 6. Uh, just from the production element, when I'm sitting in the studio, that's when I recall the song. Uh, and it's like, so for me, it's a different experience than the listener because I'm remembering every time I was in front of the mic and what I had the most fun with, mm. you know. So probably Azdareva, I think. Okay. 
cool. I think, I mean, it took, it took a song that we were, we were challenged. That song was the biggest challenge I think in recording because um, first of all, there are not too many recordings of it out there, which is one of the points, you know, Yosef will share soon. One mm -hmm. of the points of why we wanted to make an album of Yiddish and Chabad Nagunim. Um, right. We couldn't really find anything out there and we had to do some research, found a few of them. So we didn't have so much to work with. Um, and we really had to kind of arrange it on our own. You know, you, we do that for all originals, but this one we try to stay true to the original composition and the tempo changes many times and just getting the right key. It was, it, it took us a lot of work to figure this one out. This was definitely the hardest one. And, and I, I think for me, it was, it was the most challenging. So it was the most rewarding and it came out incredible. I mean, we added, we added a few overlays of like Yosef's voice as um, almost a direction of the song, literally just talking and for bringing with the crowd during that song and that you know completely changed the vision of the song and, and brought it to a much better place so i really great. enjoyed that one that's yeah. great you're really bringing it to life you're really you're really bringing it to life and bringing it to a whole nother generation of people who could who can really listen to it and appreciate it for what it is that's amazing yeah. that, that that's really cool man and yosef what's your favorite song um right off like if I had to say right off the bat, I'll say probably Geula. I mean, it's, it's about Mashiach. So that's that's kind of what I what I our music. I don't know. I like I like Mashiach, I like the idea of Mashiach. I think that's kind of what I want. If I had one message to say with our music, it would be to get people excited that we're coming we're coming to to redemption. Mashiach is coming. Um, for the, and it's like a really upbeat and fun song. We made a video too that we kind of went around and told people in Manhattan, you know. Hundreds of people in Manhattan got them marching and chanting and dancing about Mashiach with us. You know, That's great. In a, not like planned, you know, just going around and telling them about it, singing it with them. And, you know, the video will come out on um, Sunday, that's uh, 5th, August 5th. And that, that's what we're doing. Um, but yeah. musically, what, what I really like is I like the Simcha. Um, it's a uh, track number five, Kiva Simcha. And there, we had a, we, we, we feature a saxophone player from the band Chillin'. Um, oh, wow. Absolutely fantastic solo. And we also, you know, the, the electronic drum beat on there, we take and bring it in with the mix it with the And that song is just so fun, and especially now, it's very summery. I have to second that. Yeah, I agree with that. It's a very diverse song. We brought in a lot of new elements, but I happen to love that one as well. Nice. Agreed. That, that's really cool. Yeah, I, I really look forward to listening to your album in full. I was listening to snippets of it. I did hear that song, and I did hear Gaula, and I did hear the other, the other, most of the other songs. But I'm, I'm really interested in listening to it in full because, like I said, you guys produce some great music. You, have, you put your full effort into it. You put your heart into it. You put your soul into it, and it it really shows it really really shows um so what do you guys think i mean i mean i know you guys are in the folk rock parody genre of music but what do you think of all this new newer type of music like why do you think no one's gotten into what you guys do why do you think people are still dealing with the synthesizers and the techno beats and all that stuff what do you think i mean it's an awesome it's an awesome sound people should tap into these types of things what do you think it uh, is yeah well, so first of all, we, we are not, we love that music as well. We're not against that. You know, there are times where we're going to be singing a live show, even actually our upcoming show at the JLI retreat, we're going to be using a little more synth uh, and actually electronic beats from, we have like a drum pad for one song. 
Okay. Uh, so we're not totally against it, but it, it's really how the song is structured and, and what's the goal of the song. Right. So, um, I mean, I see the, the reason those things are so popular is because it has a mass appeal. It's, uh, it's, they're instantly catchy and easy to sing along to, you know. The way it works in mass media, I'm sure you know, is that if anything, for anything to be considered popular, there has to be a common denominator that every right. single person can, can attach themselves to. So, you know, like somebody who's a DJ might not, you know, they still enjoy our music, but it might not be their number one go-to. You know, they're used to more uh, fast-paced electronic music, but it's still, I think there's, I mean, I, I definitely feel that there's, again, like that need for this kind of music because it's so involving of the crowd. And like you said, you can hear our emotions in the vocals. You could hear it in the song that we put everything into it, you know, and um, it's also, we create that music. You know, we're both musicians. We, we play guitar and bass and I play harmonica and it's like, we're able to sit and write music from nice. our bedroom or living room or the front porch or the beach or, you know, I, I it, know we, we're writing directly on a guitar. Um, and that's just, you know, our instrument of preference. So it's, it ends up coming out like that. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I know the feeling. I happen to be a musician myself. I play, I play drums, guitar, saxophone, keyboard. Um, and I used to play trumpet. I used to play a few other woodwind instruments. Um, and I also write music. Well, I used to. I don't have time for it anymore. But I totally get you. I, pr I, pr I, pr I love playing my guitar, preferably. And when you just sit there and start playing, it, it, it takes you to a whole nother world. And so I totally yeah. get what you guys are saying. I totally get you. Um, but uh, and, we might have some sneak peeks coming out this year with more electronic style. Uh, I can't okay. really reveal too much more about uh, Don't do it. Don't time do it. or possibly next, next summer. Um, okay. We already have a few things in the works. That's great. Um, yeah. That's really cool. So, so what's this bringing Yiddish back movement? I saw you guys got all cool with the hashtag and the bringing Yiddish back. So what, what, what are we talking over here? What are we, what are we doing here? Bring, how are we bringing Yiddish back? Yo. Well, we're bringing Yiddish back. You know, as Morty was saying about the band name at the beginning of the conversation, we were kind of thinking, should we name ourselves Yankel and the Klezmer? <laughs> Bubby's favorite Yiddish songs, or should we name ourselves Roger's Park? And then we realized we're going to name ourselves Rogers Park, and we want to bring it back because, man, it's so, it's so great. There's really good messages to it, and there's a, there's a tremendous depth that um, I feel has is, is being looked over by a lot of people looking for Jewish music to listen to. Um, a, maybe perhaps to, due to lack of recording or lack of advertising. You know, it, it's not it's not being recorded as often currently. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to take you know, these Nagunim and these Yiddish songs and, and, and kind of record them fresh and give people a chance to get into it. You know, they'll hopefully listen to our music and they'll go look for more. And there's, there's a purity to it, just a beauty. So we want to bring Yiddish back. We want to make people today have the opportunity to appreciate Yiddish songs. Yeah, I viewed it like uh, when we started the campaign, one of the things like we notice when we, we go around playing these Yiddish songs, right. um, just, you know, when we're at a secular crowd, everybody sings to, you know, one or two of these old Yiddish folk songs. Everybody knows them. They sing along. And we're like, you know, we notice that there's only the older generation really singing along when we play our concerts, you know, are all ages. And, um, you know, they're appealing when they're at a live show. But I, it would be very difficult for me to see any teenager going through Spotify and actively deciding to just listen to this old Yiddish folk song. And the idea was to give, you know, 
like a current updated version of some of these songs. And the same goes for the Chabad Nagunim, being able to access, uh, first of all, being able to have a, you know, more of an update, updated recording, something that's great to listen to, good vocals, good arrangements. You know, we put a lot more in just, than just an acoustic, acoustic guitar, vocals, and updated recording. We put a lot of arrangements in and instruments on every track and the idea was to be able to make it a lot more appealing it's, it's basically rebranding yiddish and bringing yiddish back is making yiddish cool again and it's like once we established ourselves with our first album i already noticed that literally the day after we released the album people are listening to these nagunim and yiddish songs and they're they you know that they would have never had access to or they didn't know about and i'm talking of course more to our secular um following you know they would just friends of mine even from college that once we released the album they're like well listen to this while we are hanging out or whatever because it's got a great beat and you know they might not know the meaning to every word but the idea is to bring it to the surface again um and it yeah. definitely shouldn't be forgotten there's that whole element of yiddish that's being forgotten and the younger generation is not picking up and it. it's more than just you know yiddish culture yiddish theater <laughs> that stuff can, is going to continue but it's only going to reach a certain audience because the youth is not attracted to that. So rebranding it um, in a way that it's just easier to listen to, I think. You know, they still have these klezmer bands that are singing Yiddish, and, they, you know, it could be a brand new klezmer band that comes out tomorrow, but they're using the same fiddle and, and the same accordion and they're doing the same exact pieces yep. and lines. It's very rare. You know, there are definitely a few bands that are up and coming that are redoing it, but we wanted to give it like a fresh coat of paint uh, to, to Yiddish and the Gunim. Would you ever do a Klezmer-style album with the Rogers Park twist? Have you guys ever thought of that? Um, yeah, well, that's actually originally how this, this album went, was we were thinking about doing um, a full 10 old Yiddish Klezmer songs and rebranding. And then we also wanted to do a bunch of Chabad Nagunim as a tribute to our, you know, our yeah. uh, families and our namesake and our communities. Um, we love them both so much, so we kind of picked, picked uh, I think we have seven Chabad Nagunim and then like three Yiddish Nagunim on this album. Uh, there's a lot of crossover because some Yiddish were once Chabad and vice right. versa. I was going to say, um, there, there definitely is probably a lot of crossover in with, the, yeah. with that. We did consider it, but yeah, when we came down to it, we only had enough resources. We're like, we want to do this. We're going to do one album and we're going to mix them and it's going to be fine. It'll be great, you know, because this way it gives our Yiddish listeners who people are completely secular that only like Yiddish music an opportunity to hear the Hasidic music and vice versa. Cool. So you're like subtly being, you're, you're being, you're subtly having hashba on people through the use of Yiddish, through the use of the Yiddish music. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I mean, yeah, there you, go. you can, our website, our website has a little, we wrote a little piece about the campaign itself. You can visit that. Mm -hmm. um, bring Yiddish back Rogers Park. Very cool. Very, very cool. I was going to say, there are, I mean, a lot of these guys out there are doing songs in Yiddish, but they're old style Yiddish songs. They're like Nagunim in Yiddish. They like, you know, like they, they take a lot of the Nagunim and they sing them old style, old, like with like the classic Nagunim in Yiddish. It's not like what you guys are doing with the more upbeat tempos and, and the guitars and the fiddles and things like that. But they're, I mean, but it, again, their music is not appealing to the types of people you're trying to reach out to. So it's, it's cool what you're doing. You've really taken Yiddish, the Yiddish music to a whole nother level and made it fun and appealing and, and just enjoyable for everybody to listen to now when you mentioned you got you guys do a lot with secular crowds like how out of out of all the shows you do how many of them are are like secular folk festivals and things like that and how many of them are like jewish events so we've done a few festivals in the past but we do they're all usually jewish venues 
Mm. Um, but they're hosting, you know, conservative reform or completely secular Jewish people. And the last two shows we did had, you know, a good 30 to 40 percent of the audience wasn't even Jewish, wow. um, you know, mixed into the crowd. So, we, yeah, we ba- it's, it's not necessarily um, festivals or anything like that, though, though we have done that in the past. It's more, let's say, a Jewish a Chabad house would be putting on a, a festival or a venue and they're, they're looking for someone to connect to all types of demographics. That's where, where we fit in. Nice. Too bad you guys weren't around a couple many a couple years ago when we used to have the Beit Shemesh concert over here. We used to have this concert every year on Sukkot where it was the Beit Shemesh Soul Festival. And Moshav would play and Matis Yahu back in his day would play. We got all these cool like soul bands come out here. Chaval, you guys weren't around about, like 10 years ago, you know? Um, yeah, we would have sounded very different. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Well, all right, cool. Um, so I know, I mean, I know you guys just came out with the album, but what now that you put the you know, that you did this, what's what's the future hold for Rogers Park? What are we looking at in the future for Rogers Park? Yo, Yosef's gonna answer this one. He's he's the visionary. The visionary. <laughs> I guess the, the future for Rogers Park is that we get to make music that we love and that the people connect to. And we have the opportunity to, to perform it and to meet people that can, you know, sing with them. And if what, I guess that people should do good things. People should be happy about their, what they connect to um, in their Yiddish guide. And they should have an artistic expression that they can connect to. And just that will help them throughout their day. And be it in yeah. davening, be it in... Um, doing the dishes but having good music they like you know yeah and the goal is again like Yosef said we're just going to continue to make music I mean we're already uh started on the third album wow. a few months ago yeah well uh and um that yeah we were you know we kind of branded ourselves as you know bringing Yiddish back the past few months and we're, we've gotten some calls for that we're definitely going to be doing a few more Yiddish exclusive you know we already did in February we did an exclusive Yiddish and Nagunim show and we're going to be doing a few more of those, but still maintaining original music. You know, people, <laughs> they were mixed, you know, both positive. People love this album, and somebody's like, I need more original music. So I'm like, all right, we'll make another album of original music. That's it. So there you go. Uh, down the road, we're going to keep doing what we're doing, and we're going to definitely going to start adding Yiddish to our options, of course, of, you know, types of shows or festivals, these kind of things. Zisha, thank you so much for having us. It's, it's been a real pleasure. Sure, no problem. Rogers Park's new album is now out in stores. You can get it anywhere and everywhere where Jewish music is sold. You can probably get it on their website too, I'm assuming, rogersparkband.com. You can also get it on mostlymusic.com um, along with, I'm assuming, Niggin Music. You guys are on Niggin Music. Niggin Music, yeah, and iTunes. Niggin Music. And- and iTunes, and pretty much wherever Jewish music is sold. So, I, I mean, again, guys, it was awesome having you on the show, um, and you should continue to be successful and have atzlach and brach and mazel with everything you're doing. Amen. And, and keep entertaining us, because I, I, I really Thank love your you. tunes. I really love your music. Great. Me too. Thank you, Z. <laughs> sure. Want all the best, guys. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple, the podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at GoSimcha.live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!